Welcome to this bonus episode of the Pushing Buttons podcast, E3 special for 2018. I'm Kevin. I'm Robert. And I'm Kyle. And we're just going to hop right into it. Uh, don't really have anything else to talk about because it's not coming out on a regular day. You're still getting a, your same episode on Tuesday. However, this is just a little bit of free DLC for you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I, I know Kyle was the most excited about E3 and probably has the most to say. Um, oh. EA started things off. Why don't we start things off with them? That's kind of funny because uh, nothing about EA excited me whatsoever. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> My first note that I wrote on there is, host seems cool. No idea who she is. Because <laughs> she didn't give off that Ubisoft uh, Aisha Tyler vibe from the past where she was trying to fake everything. She actually yeah. seemed like she was legitimately into it. You know, the chick with the big glasses. Right. Yes, I do recall that. Yeah. <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> they talked about a few games. But anything in particular stand out there for you? Either of you? Honestly, no. Uh, EA's press conference just had corporate buzzwords. Yep. That's what it It ticked does. all the boxes. <laughs> and it uh, crushed my soul a little bit. <laughs> How so? <laughs> Command and Conquer. Oh, the mobile, mobile game. game. Yeah. Let's see, what did I say about I heard about that. That destroyed me. I, I just put Command yeah. and Conquer mobile dot, 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 dot. <laughs> that says it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that whole thing uh, just made me die a little inside. Anything of note? Uh, I didn't watch that conference, but I did watch the Anthem stuff mm. afterwards. What did you and, think, if uh, there was anything to take away from it? I feel like they didn't show a whole lot more than they exactly. did last time. Yeah, And it's, it looks like everything they've shown is the same, like the same area. It sounds cool. Um, just waiting to hear more about it. I mean, I have little tiny bit of faith in Bioware. Yeah. But after Andromeda, it's they're going to have to do something really special to get me interested in it. Watching that Anthem stuff, I kind of got even less excited for it, mm. especially when uh, the guy was saying that it's going to be, you can play it all single player, but the highest level stuff is going to be harder. Like, yeah. they're trying to force that multiplayer, and mm. I hate forced multiplayers in a narrative-driven game. Either do one or the other. Don't try to appeal to everybody because then you end up appealing to nobody. Mm -hmm. And that's what EA is going for with most of their stuff anymore. I can see us having fun with Anthem if all three of us played together. Through the story mm -hmm. and maybe yeah. a couple of the raids or whatever they're doing for endgame stuff. But mm -hmm. I couldn't see myself playing that more than just that. Yeah, however exactly. long that takes. Yeah. Which for me is like a reason to get EA's origin premiere. Which is the one thing of note that I actually have from there. Hmm. Conference is the EA Origin Premiere. Their subscription service like Xbox Game Pass or PlayStation Now. It actually sounds like it's going to be... They're focusing a lot on that, and I think that's what Ubisoft's... Uh, Yves Guimau was talking about when he said that the next generation of consoles yeah. is going to be the last one. He might have something there. Uh, it seems like a lot of these co companies are trying to go for the, the subscription model that has worked hmm. so well with TV. Yeah, that uh, skipping ahead a little bit, but that reminds me of a uh, few of the things during the Microsoft and Bethesda conferences. Yeah, talking about how these new games that are coming out are going to be on Xbox Game Pass mm -hmm. day one, mm -hmm. and that's automatically what I thought about is that quote. And it's, I mean, if it's you're paying ten bucks a month for a service and you're getting a game that someone else is going out and paying sixty dollars for, you know, that's 
the way of the future, I guess. I'm not excited future. about it, but... <laughs> Speaking of not excited about it, Battlefield Five. Yeah. No oh, loot yeah. boxes, no premium packs. Big <clears throat> deal. And they have a Battle Royale mode. Whoop-de-f***-do. FIFA, they talked about that for a little bit. Uh, yeah. I think there are some soccer or football fans out there that are mm-hmm. excited for that. Um, Battlefront 2, they're adding Clone Wars stuff. Woo-hoo! <laughs> that was sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> they announced Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Oh, that was awkward, Set by between. The way. Yeah, that was a really awkward announcement. Just, yeah. hey, He's guy, just tell me audience. about your Star Wars game. He's yeah. just like, uh, okay. <laughs> I can tell you the title, and it'll be out holiday 2019, and it takes place between episodes three and four. Woo. Man, just feel that hype. Yeah. It sounds so great. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited about this title. That was the impression <laughs> that I got from it. The really cool things that EA did show was Unravel 2 and how it released right then and there. That was pretty cool. Unravel, I never played it, but it was one that looked like I wanted to play. And immediately when I saw Unravel 2 and saw that the blue Yarny, I wanted to play that <laughs> with my fiance. And it, nice. it looks like a fun game. It's probably only going to be about three to four hours long would be my guess. But that's the perfect length for that kind of puzzle platform. It is, yeah. That's yeah. all you need. And I, I put that it looks cute. <laughs> it, so, it does look cute. It does. I haven't played the first one either, but it, yeah, the guy who announced the first Unravel game, he leveled up in his uh, presentation. Mm-hmm. He wasn't as nervous this time. Yeah. Around. So that was nice. That yeah. was cool to know. <laughs> the last one, the Sea of Solitude, actually looks pretty cool. The, That's the actually one uh, game that, that caught doing. my interest. Yeah. That does look pretty cool for an indie game. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, the art, the, the I think art I missed stuff. that one. It, yeah, uh, it was toward the end of the. I think it was before their sports and anthem stuff, yeah. but yeah, I, I am looking forward to see more on that. Some gameplay would be nice. To yes, see. absolutely. I think that about wraps it up for EA. I right? think EA is in the bag. The next one that <laughs> easily the worst conference this year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. Debatable. Uh, Tiny Build went the way of Devolver Digital this year and put out a little video package. Did either of you guys watch that? Oh, I didn't know. No. You go back and watch it. It was hilarious. It was a musical. It was great. I had the music, the the best game. The Let's see. I put that it was the greatest music video in the world, and it's because they were doing a song about making the greatest video game in the world. <laughs> and it was it was just funny. And then they announced Secret Neighbor, I think was the name of it. The It's kind of in the same universe as Hello Neighbor, I think was the name of it. I'm not familiar. Oh. This looks, I learned about that one recently, actually. It's, it's a different style of game, but it's still a... An, what do they call that? Asymmetrical competitive multiplayer? Kind of like one person does this and the other people are all doing that. It looks like there's like one spy in the group and they are the secret neighbor and they're trying to sabotage everybody else going through the house and looking for puzzles to find or looking for clues to find out who it is and trying to get to the end. They didn't really say a whole lot about it, but it looked pretty cool. Okay. Caught my attention. And then um, a lot of Totino's pizza roll ads. (laughs) (laughs) Can't have E3 without those. (laughs) Uh, What was from there? Hmm? What was the next one? Microsoft, I think. Microsoft oh, no, Microsoft. Bethesda, right? No, Microsoft was oh, Microsoft, yep. earlier in the day. Yeah. Sorry, yep. <clears throat> uh, just go for it, Robert. That, yeah. That's you. <clears throat> oh, Xbox is my wheelhouse. Uh, I actually took more notes on Microsoft than really? almost any of the others. They had a, I feel like they had a really good conference. They went with my <clears throat> quote from the podcast. 
I was like, oh, do you like it when people get up on stage and say, hey, we have 50 new games to announce? And what was the first thing they said? We have 50, 50 games, games to announce. What was it eight, 18 exclusives, something like that? Yeah, and 15 something or other else. Yeah. World premiere. 15 world premieres. Yeah. That was it, yeah. I mean, a lot of the exclusives are games that are still coming out of the consoles. They're yeah. just, yeah. The, Not true. Every exclusives. time that came on the screen, launch exclusive, I'm like, ah, Yeah, you can it's... count their exclusives on one hand. <laughs> Halo, Gears, Forza. Crackdown 3. The thing that yeah, that's it. That started off Microsoft better than EA was that they, they know how to set the mood. Like, they mm-hmm. went in, it started off with the lights all going dim, and their their set was sleek. It looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a great stage. Yeah. They really did. And then it just started off with, a, it played like a short clip of things like they are wanted to do, and then went right into the guys talking about it. Mm-hmm. Robert, take it away. Yeah. I think Halo Infinite was the first... That was the trailer first trailer they showed. Yeah, I put Halo Infinite <laughs> for Robert. <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot to go on, but yeah. it—it's another single-player Halo, right? But seeing it actually being on a Halo ring was kind of cool. Mm. That was nice uh, to see. Yeah, back to form. It, yeah, it kind of looked like they're trying to bring it back to its roots, I guess. Which I love the first trilogy, um, four and five. We're all right, but obviously that's, that's all there was. And from what it sounds like, it might be a next generation game, is what the rumor going around is. Hmm. <clears throat> but um, that Gears of War five, I was surprised they had a extended thing with that. It looks like it's going to be really different. So between the just on that note, uh-huh. I'm reading my notes because they're kind of making me chuckle now. At the very end, before the the final <laughs> game that they showed off, mm-hmm. I put Gears Pop, Gears Tactics, <laughs> Robert, <laughs> to try to see. I want to know what you think of Gears Pop and Gears Tactics before uh, we talk about Gears Five. I didn't pay attention to him really. Okay, like I was kind of like half doing other stuff while I was watching the conference. I honestly don't remember what Gears Tactics is. It's kind of like an XCOM kind of game, which okay. is kind of cool. It's like a tactical looks, game, yeah. Looks the most promising out of all three titles. Gears Pop. I just I wanted to pinch <laughs> their little cheeks. And, I, I, do, I don't collect Funko Pops, but if I did, then that game would probably appeal to me. When it first happened, I thought they were just advertising Gears of War Funko Pops. I did too. And yeah, then they announced exactly. it as an actual game. Yeah. I think that one's just a mobile one, mobile. though. Yeah. 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 Uh, I might, if it's like free, I might try it, but. I don't usually pay attention to many mobile games. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was interesting. Five looks different. It looks like the environment's going to be a lot more varied and see a lot of places, kinds of places we haven't seen in previous Gears game. Mm. So I'm excited by the time that comes out, I'll actually have played uh, Gears of War 4. So I haven't yet. But. Yeah, it's still something i got to catch up yeah. on, that so, series. When they announced Gears 5, my first thought was, there was a Gears 4? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I'm I'm Mr. Pessimistic about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So Naturally. Um, let's see, what else did they show? Uh, the Cyberpunk... Oh, sorry. Uh, we'll save that for last, because I want to talk about that one. Oh, uh, we can talk about it now. Yeah, about oh, it now. okay then. Go ahead. Take it away. Yeah. Since it was shown during Microsoft's <clears throat> We'll get the biggest ones out of the way. Yeah. Well, okay. But uh, that trailer look was awesome to me. 
I love the way they led into the trailer. Mm-hmm. I mean, because obviously they they weren't done there because that was such a lackluster ending, right? Yeah, there. it was just like okay, that was I it. Knew Thank they were you. gonna have yeah. something. It, it was really cool. And all the the glitches and everything was cool, but it from not having any you know gameplay in the trailer, it looks like it's gonna be a game I'm gonna love because the developers are fantastic with what they've done so far. Absolutely, and it looks like an amazing blend of like Blade Runner and like Altered Carbon on Netflix, something like that. And I love that kind of genre. Yeah. So I'm super stoked for that. What the trailer did for me was it made the game real. It's like, well, okay, yeah. now it actually six years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Being able to see, even if it wasn't uh, gameplay, being able to actually see something that they are mm-hmm. still working on it rather than just taking them at their word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it was great. So I interrupted Kyle. You were about to say something. Yeah. Well, uh, basically go ahead and talk. When I first saw the trailer, want. I will start now. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't realize this until much later this week. Uh, but it's actually going to be a first-person game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was going to be third-person this whole time. I'm not too sure if that's the right decision. I really think they should have gone with third-person. A lot of people are thinking that. It really depends on how the RPG elements comes out. If they want to play more like a Deus Ex than, uh, than a Witcher, then... If that's the style that they're going for, I think they're just trying to do something completely out of their their usual wheelhouse. I mean, they, as far as I'm aware, they haven't made a first person game before, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see their take on it. Yeah, and uh, I just feel like that's been done before with Deus Ex and other games similar. Fallout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I but, don't want to feel like it's you know more of the same. I really want it to stand out. What I've seen that they said is that it is an RPG with first-person shooter elements, which okay. that has me hopeful mm-hmm. because I am obviously much more interested in an RPG than in an, mm-hmm. FP- in, 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 in an FPS. <laughs> and then they also said the cutscenes will be you know, third-person or whatever. It'll pull back to certain scenes like oh. gameplay scenes. You know, It'll pull back <clears throat> instead of just being... I don't think that matters to me. Nice to see the character. That's why I had such an opposition to the first person because I want to see my character in that world. Yeah. Because from what I understand, you create your own character. So if you're in first person, you don't really, you know, get to see it too well. And so I'm kind of like, oh man, I really want to see my character kicking ass. Oh. I guess that doesn't mean as much to me because when I'm playing uh, fast-paced action games at all, I think of Doom and Wolfenstein and I don't really care what my character is looking like, but Mm -hmm. I I get your point of view. It makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess to talk about other games during Microsoft... We skipped uh, over most of Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was really impressed with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It looks really cool. Uh, looks like they're taking it up a notch, like, big time with the Metroidvania mm-hmm. formula. Mm-hmm. With the various abilities they were showing off. I'm really stoked to play that. It might make me go and play uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. I didn't play that because by the time I was getting around to it, they, they released the the special edition, the deluxe edition, whatever they call right, it. Right, and yeah. I would have had to pay more money for it at that point. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. No, I, I'm not going to get the inferior version of this game that I already paid money for. Mm-hmm. But anyway. And uh, I was actually impressed by the Forza demo for the really? first time. Nice. Uh, I love that season's 
system that they're implementing in that the game. That looks fantastic. Yeah. I, I guess if it's appealing to you guys, then I'm just being, once again, Mr. Pessimistic about things. Or... Oh, you're not a racing guy, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, the seasons, What? who is this for? It's like a, trying to, they're trying to snag. To me, it seemed like they were trying to snag whoever was going to buy the crew, too. Well, still, I mean, aside from the lame interaction between players, like, you know, want to drift? <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh I just love how gorgeous it looks. Like it was incredible. Yeah, there's no denying. I was it's really blown away by that. Game. And the announcement that they're actually going to apply that to their own game, that system, like a new IP that's not a racing game. Oh, I got gotcha. you. That has me really excited. I'm surprised that that wasn't announced because it was rumored a while back, at least last year, maybe before that. Playground Games was doing a new IP that wasn't a racing game. Mm-hmm. And I thought we might see a little bit of that, but mm. yeah, the, yeah, those seasons look awesome. I just want to mention that Phil Spencer is the coolest dad. <laughs> <laughs> he came out there just looking like, yeah, I'm the dad that everybody wants. Just in his jean jacket, his, his denim jacket, and his, in his pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his he knows how to work at a conference. Going. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, his first does. rodeo. All right, well, I have to talk about this. Uh, when Todd Howard came on the stage, <laughs> we're gonna get to that. <laughs> I mean, uh, the well, Microsoft, Microsoft conference. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought mean, that was great. That <laughs> moment was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gets even better, but I mean. For the initial hype. Yeah. Like, man, I was feeling it. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> it's Fallout time. And, you know, he had all those Xboxes and TV screens behind him, mm-hmm. and they never used them. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to show off multiplayer Fallout with, like, 76 people playing at the same oh, time. They did use them once. I think it might have been during Forza. It was Forza, yeah. It was Forza. Yeah. It was, like, three had people a couple playing. <laughs> yeah. Who knows well, they are actually playing. But. Well, yeah, I was to say, they, they had, like, four teams of people sitting there watching the screens mm-hmm. of people playing before that but um i'm surprised you haven't mentioned this yet uh, from software's game right uh I wanted to get to is that. that what it's called uh yeah shadows die twice shadows die twice. that's the subtitle oh, okay okay gotcha. uh that is really close to being my game of the show okay uh i mean i am a self-professed you know from right software fanboy yeah <laughs> uh but seeing the new gameplay elements they're introducing with the verticality and how you traverse the landscape. It just looks faster paced, which appealed oh, to me man. right off the bat. It reminded me more of Neo than of anything else. Yeah, it, it was, uh, wow, it just blew me away, that trailer. Like, I, I'm so pumped for that game next year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, just seeing him use the grappling hook to travel. Oh, that did look pretty cool. God, yeah. I just, that looks so fun to me. Yeah, that might actually get me into playing those uh, Soulsborne-esque games. Absolutely. It did nothing for me. We'll talk about Fallout 76 a little bit later. I'm good. We'll just ignore Robert's opinion on the Soul series right now. <laughs> it's fine. I don't. Genres you don't like. I'm Exactly. Some I don't Racing like. games. There, <laughs> there was one game from the Microsoft press conference that had me super excited. And it's a free game that's coming out in like a week and a half, two weeks. That's the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. Oh, yeah. The yeah. prequel to Life is Strange 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That... that Almost had me in tears, actually. Just watching, really? yeah, just it watching that. Just, yeah, it did. It was just watching the the relationship with the kid and the dad, mm-hmm. and his his uh, imagination taking. 
control of everything. I just, I was like, that is a game that I want to play, and I would have paid money for it. I didn't realize it was going to be free until one hundred percent free. One hundred percent free. It's just yeah. a prequel. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that will be a good one to experience. I think uh, we can talk about Kingdom Hearts. Do you want to talk about Kingdom Hearts now or later? Later. Okay. Uh, they've been pushing their Game Pass, the Xbox mm-hmm. Game Pass. Yeah, there's a big push for that. And I think it'll end up being something big. I, I'm i starting to see that that's going to be the way things go. Mm-hmm. If it future, doesn't, yeah. it's because people are dumb and want to hold on to <laughs> physical things for way too long. Um, I do know that there are downsides to having digital-only streaming yep. services, and that's because something can shut down, something can go wrong, and then you don't mm-hmm. have access to, to whatever, but... It is a lot easier. It could end up being a lot cheaper and make them more money while mm-hmm. making us spend less money individually because it'll yeah. appeal to more people the Netflix route. I think it's I think it's great. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm going to ask you two, uh, what did you think of the Crackdown 3 trailer? I wasn't too excited by it. I wasn't either. I think I went in to get some chips. Was that Terry Crews voicing the character? Yeah. Oh, it's modeled after him, too. Oh, it's modeled after him. Yeah. I think he's going to be like the poster boy for it. But yeah, it it did nothing for me, but I was yeah. just curious what you guys thought. Yeah, I, I, I'm losing I interest. feel like they're trying too hard because it's been so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was there just to be like, hey, it's still coming. Yeah, I know it's already been leaked that it's being delayed again, but. Yeah. It's a February of next year when everything is coming out. Yeah. I have one more I want to talk about. <clears throat> Devil May Cry 5. Well, I want to get to that one too, but uh, oh, I want to talk. I want to touch on Metro. Oh, I didn't even write anything mm-hmm. about Metro. On Metro here. Exodus, because I didn't care about it. Oh man, you're so <laughs> missing out. It's such a good series. See, you'll oh, enjoy man. this. Then I uh, mm-hmm. downloaded the Metro Redo Bundle nice. on Xbox Live for ten bucks. No, seven fifty. High five! So Robert. I got both uh, the first two <laughs> games, the remastered editions, and. Well, eventually I'll get to those, but you will love them. I've been saying that for years because I've had them forever. If you like Limbo, man, first-person shooter, like it's the top of immersion. The game is so well done with immersion and atmosphere. It's incredible. I didn't. Okay. Care. Yeah. I get how you're. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how you were comparing it to Limbo. I played, I think, two hours gotcha. of, was it Metro 2033? Is mm-hmm. that the first one? Yeah. I played, I think, two hours of that, and I didn't get back into it. Exodus looks a lot better. Oh, man, that trailer was awesome. And Last Light looked even better than 2033 to me. It appealed more to me, but I hadn't played it yet. But It takes a while to kind of get a feel for it, but once you're in the game, like, immersed. That's how Fallout awesome. 3 was for me, too. Mm. It took me a, a very long time to get into it, but once I was, I was hooked. So mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like I can get into that the same way I got into Fallout 3 back then. Absolutely. Um, I don't remember what Tunic is, but I wrote that Tunic looks fun. Tunic? I don't even remember that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure it in my head. Not, um, not so, something that I was super excited about. Sable was one they showed that I thought looked really cool. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's um, it's one of their smaller games. It had like an arty style to it, like it was hand drawn almost. And it's, I guess it's like a open world, like in a desert. It's a coming of age story, is what the description said. Hmm. But uh, the trailer looked really unique and beautiful for it. And I don't re- recall who developed it. but Did you find something, huh? Uh, I was going to touch on a couple things. Oh, okay. Uh, touch away. What did you guys think of Division 2? Dude, Gary. 
Yeah. Same here. Nothing. Okay. Good. We got that out of the way. <laughs> Plus, that's all. They talked about that a lot in Ubisoft. I mean, uh, well. I'm just kind of looking at a list here of what they showed. Uh, Cuphead's getting an expansion. Didn't care. Yep. I still need to play it though. I want to play it. Dying Light Two. Nope. Nobody. No. Nothing. It looked like Dying Light again. I mean, Chris Avalon's writing it. That's pretty cool. It's not my style. Zombie games have been... It looked impressive. I mean, yeah, it, having the the different story, th- the choices actually like affecting how the sto- how the world looks and things that are in the world. It's a, it's a really cool concept that a lot of game developers have tried in the past. It hasn't really panned out, Fable. Um, it looks promising if you're into zombie games, and I'm not. Mm. I'd say that's my thing, too. And I know the, it's not the just trailer a zombie did look- game. Yeah, the beginning of it looked, you know, cool and interesting. And at first, I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, this looks nice. And then, yeah, just zombie things don't really interest me that much. Yeah, it's a bit of a dying fad. Yeah. Pun not intended. Um, You want to talk about Devil May Cry 5? I do. Go for Uh, it. I think it looks like ridiculous fun. It it is fun. Uh, Basically, I played most of the games. I haven't played all of the games. <laughs> I mean, you played this one, Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you must have played that with Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, Early test. Oh, man. Uh, that trailer was awesome. Uh, it got me excited for the franchise again because uh, the Devil May Cry reboot, it was okay. Like It wasn't a bad game, but it wasn't the same style as uh, Capcom style. I enjoyed that game. It was and fun. I, I mean, did, I had a good time with it. And I played a bit of the first the first three. I never played the De- De- uh, Devil May Cry 4. Never played that See, one. See, I've never played Devil May Cry 3, and that's really bad because <laughs> I need to. <laughs> it's on my backlog for years now, and I just can't seem to get around to it. But uh, I love the characters that they showed off because uh, that's the main character, Nero. He's, he's the hero of Devil May Cry 4. Okay. So that's probably why you didn't recognize him or anything. Yeah. You probably thought it was Dante. I didn't pay enough attention to <laughs> know one way or the other. Uh, but, man, it just looks zany and crazy. and looks like they're going back to the roots of the series. Yeah. That's which, what they said they were yeah. trying to do, too. So I'm excited. It looks and, pretty cool. Uh, aside from that, I think Capcom is making a pretty awesome comeback. What else did they have? Well, I wanted to get into this later, but Resident Evil 2 remake. Well, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> Cool. But I'll talk about that during the Sony part. Anything else Microsoft do you want to talk about? Um I think, I think oh, that's about it. Like overall it was a pretty good show. Um it was better than I was expecting because I don't expect much from Xbox. And they proved me right with the fifty games thing, but I I was a little blown away at how sleek their set looked and how I want Phil Spencer to be my stepdad. <laughs> I mean, as a gaming conference Is that drop position open? Do you want it to be open? Anyway, as a gaming <laughs> conference, I would grade it like a like an A or a B. I grade it like at least a banana out of two apples and an orange. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. You can't compare fruits and vegetables. Can't compare no. apples to oranges, but you can compare bananas to apples <laughs> and oranges. Uh, it was a great show. Not a lot of gameplay, so I was really hoping to see gameplay of Cyberpunk. Really hoping to see gameplay of uh, like Halo or mm. Gears or any of their big exclusives, but it wasn't there, so it didn't really get me excited about anything. 
that they exclusively have. Right. I still don't see a reason to buy an Xbox. I really don't. Because the controller is better than the PS4 controller. Are we going to have this topic <laughs> right now? No. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, Microsoft, point. we all loved it, apparently. I liked it quite a bit. I would say it was one of the better conferences of the show. I'll agree with that. Indeed. And with that being next, uh, Bethesda. Bethesda, yeah. They started off <clears throat> right. Are you kidding me? Well, that whole performance, it was playing to like a dead crowd. Yeah, like the Andrew WK? I thought it was f***ing awesome. The I concert itself was great, but in a conference, it didn't, it didn't really work. I thought it was perfect synergy with the game they were uh, it, promoting, it especially was. since well, that. I agree with that. Yeah. But I'm a professional wrestling fact. fan. Yeah, <laughs> that's the new Stargate now, or maybe that's the new Stargate is the new Stargate. But uh, I don't pay attention to what the crowd's doing, what the crowd's saying. I mm-hmm. I try to just watch it and make my own opinions of exactly. it. That's what it's doing to you. When I saw all those instruments up on the set, I was like. Oh, no, I don't like the bands and the <laughs> dancing and this and that. And then the music started playing when Andrew WK came out, and then he started singing. I'm like, oh, this is okay. And then when he started going in on the, the keyboard riffs, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is perfect, especially alongside Rage 2. It, it went along with it so mm-hmm. well. It actually got me hyped for Rage 2. Same here. I wouldn't say that song in particular did it. It helped. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, never having played the first one, never interested in it, yeah. but they definitely got my attention now for the second one. It's the gameplay and then reading a couple um, of like the previews from the outlets, you know, past couple days I got the closed door demo or whatever. It sounds really fun and powers and everything and it looked really good, so I I think it needed that little bit of avalanche touch to them. And yeah. it's making this game look a lot better than the first one did. Mm-hmm. Oh, by it's far. It's yeah. way more colorful, that's for sure. I thought, right from the outset. I think I, I made this, the subtitle for it. I called it Rage 2 Walker Wasteland Ranger. Because he was a ranger named Walker. Yeah. So, of course, there's going to be... <laughs> the last ranger. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I thought it was... And it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. I, it's probably not a launch day get for me. It'll be a, no. mm-hmm. a, a decent, like, a 15 to 20% off sale get. I'd pay 45 bucks or so for it, I'm sure. Is that one of the ones that's coming out on February 22nd or whatever? I didn't write that down. Oh, God, don't get me started <laughs> There's on what, that. like four or five different games. That day's going like to suck. That might be one of them. <laughs> some of them are going to have to move. You know they're going to move so. a week Man, or two. Yeah. We need to see some delays there. Yeah. Well, that's they ridiculous. could just delay Crackdown or something. <laughs> Push it back. <laughs> So then they started talking about when, – when they started talking a bit about Quake, I thought they were going to – I know they've been uh, talking about Quake Champions for the last couple of years, and I did play one of the closed betas to that and thought it was cool. I I was a Quake guy back in the day. I was never good at it, but I played it. Um, Quake Champions is the new incarnation of Quake 3 Arena. And I actually think that I would play a Quake – battle royale game if that were to have oh, ever that's a good idea Ben, i don't think it's a good idea but i would at least try it i think it's a horrible idea well, like an arena shooter quake fanboys battle royale style if it was the quake setting i would play it 
but I think that would make the majority of Quake players that are still playing to this day, the diehards, they would they would never touch id software again if they they followed that trend yeah that whole segment didn't do anything for me i mean i have no interest in quake as a series anymore. yeah what was the other one that they were talking about around the same time uh was it doom it could have been i didn't put anything for doom so it must have been i think they showed doom after that if i'm not mistaken what was the subtitle in that oh crap uh eternal hell or something eternal Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. That's it. And then uh, they also were talking about um, Wolfenstein around that time too, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, I do know that it's about time for me to play Prey. Fantastic um, game. With the Mooncrasher DLC and the, like, sorry. <laughs> Kyle and I were just playing footsie there for a second. Um, <laughs> the roguelike thing. I can't think of the word. <laughs> What is the word? The mechanics? Mode. Mode? The Mooncrasher mode. Having, like, endlessly replayable. Uh, that that really appealed to me. And then the uh, the one that's coming soon, the, the, like, Mimics versus the... Like, five players, Mimics versus one player. Yeah. Yeah. That sounded really cool to me. <laughs> I, I don't think, think uh... I'd play that in VR, but I would play it on PC. <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty terrifying game because these enemies would come out out of nowhere and like spook the hell out of you mm-hmm. uh i think you guys would have a blast playing it yeah i still haven't played it it's either a great game i have the demo downloaded but i still haven't tried it it's very underrated i think uh amid all of last year's releases it's definitely i think it took a hit playing. from all the the problems they had at launch I think that yeah that really like... bit him in the ass but hmm. i mean man it's a great game you guys would love it i have it no, I don't. I don't have it. <laughs> but I think it is about time for me to get that game and play it. Time to play Prey. I'm not going to play the DLC anytime soon, I don't think. Mm. But uh, it's definitely on my you know, backlog now yeah. to get it and play it. Nice. Well. Is it time? Are we going to talk about it? We're going to talk about it now. Fallout 76? Fallout yes, 76. Sir. Or no, let's talk about uh, Fallout Alexa. Or no, Skyrim Alexa. that was a great bit i love that they played into that that really was i enjoyed that whole skit that was a the the mini really self-aware skit he was playing it on the mini fridge and the ice comes out everything was just it was great and then finding out that it's actually real and it's free on alexa that's hilarious it's crazy to me but i didn't uh, know that until you told me yeah it's a real thing crazy Um, yeah, Todd Howard really knows his stuff. Yeah. Like, he's probably the closest thing we have to a, a superstar in the video game world. Or he's in the top, you know, up there. He is now where Cliff Blazinski was five, six years ago. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, if you want Phil Spencer as your dad, I want Todd Howard to <laughs> uh, He's With that he's cool leather uncle. jacket. He's <laughs> the cool uncle, man. <laughs> Fun uncle. <laughs> but yeah, that was, I love how they, it seems they're very aware of their fan base and yeah. what's being said online. And yeah. they play into it, which I love. Yeah, I, I liked that and yeah. when they talked about how their games have bugs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the Reddit online. Moment. Yeah, man, yeah. he just nailed it. Yeah. It's a whole presentation. Uh, my fiance was watching that one with me, and we saw that, you know, when they shot over to the teleprompter, so that she knew it was scripted too. Mm-hmm. And we both said that it, it's not in what was written, it was how he delivered it. It was mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, he knows how to perform yeah. for the crowd. Yeah. So Fallout 76? Uh, yeah. Is it time? It's, 
I really don't have anything to say. Well, I don't know enough about the game, and I don't care enough about it. Yeah, it's if it was a normal Fallout game, I would be ecstatic about it because the environment and the setting looks awesome to me. Like just after you know the war, and they're all coming out of the vault, and there's actually colors in the world, yeah, and stuff like that, and four times bigger than Fallout Four. That makes it's, it so much harder for me to get into it. God, see, I love that about it. But the part of it being an online multiplayer game really kills it for me. Yeah, me too. And then uh, I also said that there's no NPCs in the game. Everyone is either a real person or there's robots. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, how are they going to give out quests and stuff like that if you're not talking to anybody and it's don't think too much about that that's something that will be addressed before the game comes out well yeah but it's kind of weird it's i think a good uh metaphor or whatever you have comparison to make would be like minecraft fallout style because you're building things and you're blowing them up and well they did that in fallout 4 at least the building well still there's like a central story throughout the progression of the game yeah but this one doesn't really seem like it's more so plot-based. It's player-based. Right. And that kind of actually excites me more. I was going to... when I say kind yeah. of, I mean it absolutely does. Because, you know, you were mentioning, like, Star Wars Galaxies. That was where game. I was just going to go with this. Exactly, yeah. Go ahead, then. If if they do have it more player-driven, um, I don't think it would ever get to the extent that Star Wars Galaxies did, where the mm. economy is player-driven. Mm. But if... Just the fact that it's so different from the regular Fallouts, because I feel like I, ju- I just tried playing Fallout 4, even though it was months and months ago, mm. and I couldn't get into it. And Fallout New Vegas was pretty damn good, and Fallout 3 was great, but they haven't changed the formula up enough for me to get back into Fallout. Mm. And this would be enough, if I get into a beta for it, it would be enough for me to at least try the game mm. to see if I would eventually want to buy it because it is different enough to get me back into Fallout. See, I, I'd, I'd be interested in a beta and testing it out, but I know it definitely won't be a a day one purchase for me. Yeah. I agree. It'd probably be yeah. like a year later when it's 20 bucks or something for if me, I do get it. It's very hard for me to get a game day one anymore for me to want to. It takes a lot mm. to excite me. The thing that did excite me Mass about... Mass Effect Andromeda killed it for you, didn't it? It did. Well, no. Uh, Aliens Colonial, <laughs> Colonial Marines did. But, um, the thing that got me a little bit more interested in Fallout 76 is that they said they were going to break up the people into instances of like a couple dozen people total in the world. Yeah. And that was, I think, a lot of the snarky criticism about a potential Fallout online game is that there would be thousands of people mm-hmm. in this world when it's supposed to be dozens. And I, the, the fact that they addressed that in the announcement, huh. or I guess not the announcement, in them showing it off, mm-hmm. uh, they I, it appeals to me a little bit. I don't have much to say on it because I don't know very much about the game, mm-hmm. but as an online game, it appeals to me, which is strange. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, I will say the fact that there is nuclear bunkers around the world. That whole concept that you is can, so cool. That you can just launch a nuke and blow right? up part of the map. That's, yeah. It's going to make people awesome. want to build bases around those nuclear complexes. Yeah. And then it's going to get other people to want to take those over by destroying the bases around them with the nuke. That's yeah. it. See, I hadn't thought about that. that. That's cool. It's like Planet Side mixed with 
Fallout, I don't think Planetside had nukes, but it was the same concept where it was an ever-going war for territory. Mm. Well, I mean, while that part's great and all, I just think having such a small player base per instance, 12 people. It's a dozens. Oh, okay. I thought it was like 12. No, it's an unspecified number, but he said dozens. dozens. Okay. Well, that changes my opinion a little bit. But I was thinking, like, if that's such a small player base... Does that really change a lot for the player base? Like having one section of the map nuked, like oh. all their work. If it was coast. twelve people in the entire world mm-hmm. of four times bigger than Fallout Four, then I see your point. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, there could be probably up to a hundred people. I would imagine. And I mean, if it was like hundred to a thousand, that would be really exciting. But mm-hmm. having like numbers in the tens of people, yeah, I don't see it being as impactful. I don't know where the technology is with what they're doing. I don't know if they're separating each area into multiple instances or having each world be its own instance. We don't, I don't know, know what they're yet. doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't know enough yeah. to be mm-hmm. critical about it at this point. I'm excited to see how their big risk is going to pay off. Okay. I'm not necessarily convinced if I'm going to get a day one. Uh, and that's really saying a lot because I love playing Fallout games. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know yet. I really don't. I gotta see more. It is, it is unique, and it seems like they're differentiating it from just being like Elder Scrolls Online and then Fallout Online. Yeah, it's a different thing. And props to them for that for making it its own. It's different enough from the Elder Scrolls Online to be like its own thing in the Fallout universe. It's not just Fallout (laughs) Online. Exactly. Yeah. So moving into Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yeah, Elder Scrolls 6. I would, I kind of almost wish they didn't have that. I like, that's how you, all there was. I like how you skipped over you Blades. You just totally went over Blades. <laughs> so I don't care about that. <laughs> oh, that was good. My, that was great. I don't know who they're trying to appeal to with that game. Mobile gamers? No. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a good type of game to play, especially PvP mm-hmm. in first person on a phone. How many people are going to actually want to do that? If I saw an Elder Scrolls mobile game and it was a turn-based game, if it was in the style of, like, similar to Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, mm-hmm. I could see that. I could get behind that. Yeah. Uh, this first person on a phone, and granted, it's going to be on every other system as well, but the fact that they were showing it so much on an iPhone, I, who is it for? I have no idea. It Not lo- us. It looks pretty. It looks almost Skyrim-y. And the fact that it's on I mean, a phone is impressive. But from what I got from their showing of it, it's a full-blown game, right? Kind of, yeah. It's not like a roguelike or a dungeon crawler. No, it is a dungeon crawler with but a story mode. Isn't there? Yeah, there's story. Though. There is a story there's mode. There's quests, but it's and, it's and all PCs. randomized as a, like a dungeon crawler. Oh, I see. Okay. But it's not just indoor dungeons. There's outdoor dungeons. They're, I didn't catch that part. Dungeons, but yeah, there's uh, indoor and outdoor areas. But it is a dungeon crawler. Okay. Which would be the one redeeming factor for me. I love dungeon crawlers. Hmm. See, I thought you would be excited about that portion of it, but the series, you know, isn't really built for that kind of gameplay. Yeah, I'm not too excited about it. I like free-to-play games if they're good, and this one mm-hmm. looks like it could be good for what it is, but not enough to make me spend my zero dollars. <laughs> yeah, he spent way too much the time on that yeah. in the conference. I wanted to see more of the new sequel. Or Starfield. They don't, Starfield, Starfield, I need to see something yeah. on. When he said single player, mm-hmm. I got I got pretty hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I I want a single player sci-fi game. Yep. And with Bethesda at the helm, I think they can do it right. Yeah. 
And they've been they've been working on it a long time. Yeah. And it's been rumored a long time. And uh, this goes back to what I was saying about Halo Infinite. Is it seems like a few of these games are going to be on the next generation, because he said. This one, Starfield, and then Elder Scrolls Six is the game after that game. Yeah. And it's already speculated that those are going to be on, or at least Elder Scrolls Six would be a launch. It's crazy how many games they're working on. Or I could just play it on my PC. Well, that, but <laughs> for me, you know, that's my benchmark. And yeah. It's yeah. He said it was the games that are going to be going for the years coming forward. Not, yeah. And not this. Not it's cool to. I mean, I already knew they were working on another Elder Scroll, so all it did is just tell me they were and not yeah. give me anything. So That's all it was for. Yeah. This made me kind of sad and happy at the same time. It's complicated. <laughs> I mean, I honestly didn't feel any hype from Elder Scrolls announcements. I, I'm i not a fan of the series. I, I honestly don't get the hype behind it because the gameplay to me, it's just not very... <laughs> I, I just don't get it. I really don't. That's fair. I love Fallout. I don't know why I do, and I think a lot of it has to do with the gunplay mm-hmm. and VATS. VATS is fun. But with Skyrim, that's another thing about Fallout 76. There's not going to be VATS, right? I don't know. I don't think it's said one way or another. It's going to be weird yeah, playing Fallout 76 without VATS. I'm sure they'll have some sort of way of making it a thing. Whether uh, It won't be the same way that is that we know it in current games. But. Yeah. I mean, did you, like, jump out of your chair, like, yeah, Elder Scrolls 6? Was that no. your reaction to that trailer? I was excited, but no, I didn't. Because <laughs> that, that audience blew up. I was like, I don't get it. I think they were paid. Well, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, Not by Andrew WK. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Jesus. Uh, give the guys some props, at least. I mean, I was excited, but... It wasn't anything to get super excited about because all it was was a short a little teaser. teaser. So, yeah. Long story long, Bethesda killed it this year. Yeah. They they had a really good presentation. It really did. I would say it's 50-50. Like 50 was bad, 50 was good. It wasn't about the announcements for me. It was the it was it was Todd Howard, it was Andrew mm-hmm. WK. It was Todd the, Howard made It was it. the yeah. like basketball stadium setup that they had that kind of I mean, it's it small, unique. but yeah. yeah, it was a lot a lot different than what is normally done and made it more intimate, I think. And it, it, I think, I think they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. It was my show of show. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Square Enix next. Oh, sure. Go for it. Basically only game I'm interested in is Kingdom Hearts King 3. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw anything on it. Nope. I saw that. Probably this, not. I saw During like the Frozen Microsoft and, one. I saw theirs, but, so during their specific press conference, there was a trailer for the Pirates of the Caribbean world. I did see that too. I mean, that blew my freaking socks off how good that looked. <laughs> like, did you see the character models? It did look good, yeah. It was like the perfect blend of oh, like realistic impressive. graphics and cartoony graphics. I was blown away by how good that looked. I'm so hyped for that game. I thought Orlando Bloom was actually in the game. They <laughs> actually got all the voice actors back, didn't they? Did they? I think so. Like, I was just like, holy crap, this has turned out to be really promising of a game. And showing the gameplay for it with uh, specific instances of Frozen. Like, they were showing how he traverses the world and his combat abilities. 
that, God, it just looks so fun. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are excited about that game. I never, pl- I don't like Final Fantasy, and I've never played any Kingdom Hearts game. JRPGs don't appeal to me. Exactly. <laughs> I don't well, like. I, mean, same. I like Hearts old. Is, uh... I like the old Disney films, but I don't. And a lot of the Pixar films, but I don't. I've never seen Frozen. Well, um, I don't expect. I don't care for Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Not even the first one. I liked the first one. I mean, Sorry, didn't that look time. cool though? Like you saw the pirates footage. It looked cool, but not enough to play it for me. Oh man, you guys are missing out. <laughs> I love that they added the Toy Story and Wreck It Ralph and I mean that like game that, is gonna be so good. You have no idea. I, right, I don't. I <laughs> I didn't like the gameplay of Final Fantasy fifteen and I feel like the combat in Kingdom Hearts three is probably gonna be very similar, if not the same. Well, I mean the system wise, as far as yeah. like the, the real time combat of it goes. I'm not into the Final Fantasy real time combat. Well, it's been hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's the only thing I really took away from it. They didn't have anything else? Because I didn't I mean, watch they it. showed off no. Tomb Raider and Just Cause 4. I mean. Just Cause 4 and from the Microsoft conference, I think I put. I called it the <laughs> Just and the Furious. Because it looked like they were showing it like, like it was the Fast and Furious. Yeah. That tornado looked pretty cool. <laughs> I don't remember. From reading the. Uh, couple previews of it too like the dynamic weather you can actually go into the tornado and like fly around in it oh. and stuff that seems pretty cool yeah. like a cool system just but, cause is a fun yeah. game it's a fun series yeah it's blowing shit up and, just cause was yeah. my favorite of them and then just cause 2 was really good i didn't play as much of 3 so yeah i played the first one a ton never played the second one and 3 was fun you're one of the only other people that i know of that have actually played just cause the first one not a lot of people played that game. Played the crap out of that game on too. the 360. Yeah. With my Gamefly subscription at the time. No sponsors on this podcast as of right now. <laughs> Shall we move on to I Ubisoft? Uh, I do want to say Shadow of the Tomb Raider looked really cool. It oh. does. Oh, yeah. The, I, I like the new Tomb Raider mm-hmm. franchise. I didn't play the old school ones. Um, I know they were good. But I do like where this has gone. Mm-hmm. I do like the, even though I haven't played all of them, I do like how the story arc has gone from the beginning where, you know, she's all, like, you know, innocent and all that, and she learns to kill and do all yeah. this, and now third game in, it seems like she's almost seeing herself become that. This is of... the end of her origin trilogy mm-hmm. is what it is, yeah. and I I like it. Too. It seems like they've done a really good job with the story arc. Yeah. Yeah. Of getting Laura Croft, new, the new Laura Croft, to be the old Laura Croft. Mm-hmm. What in the flying fuck <laughs> was Ubisoft's Just Dance parade? Oh, I just skipped it. I didn't. Even I, watch I didn't. It. I watched it see live. That, luckily, <laughs> you did. No, I didn't. I was at work. I was. I did say. not watch it live. <laughs> I was so hypnotized by that parade that I I couldn't look away. Because well, it was a train wreck. <laughs> it was a train wreck and a fiery tornado and <laughs> it, it it was just. <laughs> the culmination of everything that I was saying in the last episode of the podcast that I hated about E3 all wrapped mm-hmm. into one, and it was the, the most glorious example of why I hate E3. Mm. I don't hate E3, but I almost did right there. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch it now. They spent way uh, too much money on those musical performances. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, they granted, they had people like uh, Elijah Wood and... Uh, his game looks pretty cool, actually. Gordon Levitt, why, 
Joseph Gordon. Joseph Gordon. I was yeah. thinking Jeremy. Who? That's Joseph's <laughs> brother, probably. <laughs> Both middle named Gordon. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I see your point, though. Yeah. Like watching the EA conference gave me a similar feeling. I think Ubisoft try to take everything. A lot of people try to take it to eleven. They try to take it to seventy four, and it just it didn't work for me. I was after that intro. I was cynical about every single thing, and I'm cynical in general. But I was overly cynical about every single thing they showed to the point where I'm not going to get the next Assassin's Creed game because it looks just like Origins to me. Yeah, I mean, I haven't yet slightly different play through Origins, and I'm like, wow, it's already coming out this year. Yeah, like holy. Yeah, it's not a lot of time to. Man, I'm just like I. I don't know if I want to play it now. Yeah, I'm just. It's too much again. It's back to being a yearly franchise. Yeah. So that's the one aspect I'm not excited about. I wish it was coming out next year instead of this year. Yeah. But that In being February, said, right? Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Second. <laughs> but that being said, I am gonna buy it and I'm gonna pay play the crap out of it because I really loved Origins. It got me back into Assassin's Creed big time, and so for me, I'm gonna be playing more of what I love, which. Is okay for me, and I love the new setting. I just have one thing to say: Sparta Kicks, Red Dead Redemption Two, that too. I'm going to be playing that more so. <laughs> I just read my note on that parade Just Dance intro. Yeah, kind of made me chuckle. They care more about Just Dance than everybody else in the world combined. <laughs> I can buy that, and it's just—it's probably a good seller. Otherwise, they wouldn't make it an annual release alongside Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I just don't get it. Dancing is fun. I get that. But the way they present that game does not appeal to me in the least. And yes, I realize it's dancing. Certain audience, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Mario and Rabbids DLC looks pretty cool. They're adding Donkey Kong. It's mm-hmm. giving me a reason to actually go back and maybe finish that game. Nice. I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Trials guy was a bit much. I, I will say that was kind of funny. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing him, like, totally, you know, splat on the floor. Yeah. Breaking. That was kind of funny. But, yeah, I see your point. You played Trials, the past, some of the past ones, right? Barely. You played a lot more than I did. I, I know. I really got into Trials HD. I played Trials Fusion. Wasn't there one before Fusion? I have no idea. Between HD and Fusion? Uh, whatever. I've played most of them. Not all the way through because I get to a point where it's too hard for me to want to... It's not a game that I want to get good enough at to finish. Mm-hmm. It's not like if I were to play Dark Souls, I wouldn't want to just persevere through it. But Like Dark Souls, I would, but Trials isn't worth it to me. So uh, would you say you're kind of looking forward to it? or To Trials? Somewhat? Yeah. No, not at all. Oh, really? Not at all? Out of ten, I'd say it's a negative three. Oh, <laughs> There you go. And Starlink had me fooled for the second year in a row. I'm like, oh, this game looks cool, and I didn't remember it from last year until they showed the toys propped on the controller. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I remember this now. Yep, Skylanders. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're doing something new, and they're doing it in a in a new sci-fi universe, and it's cartoony, and it looked great. And then I saw the toys, and I remembered why I forgot about it in the first place. (laughs) For as much as I talk about how much I love certain Ubisoft games, and I talk about Ubisoft games a lot on this 
podcast. I didn't care for anything they had to show. Is it a uh, Skull and Bones? I think is that their pirate game coming yes, out? Yes, that is. That even though it's just a cinematic trailer, I'm excited to see more of it because I love. I was going to say they showed off. I saw a, like a whole mission played. Oh. Yeah, I, don't know, I just watched the cinematic. Tra- I didn't watch oh, their conference. Oh, so I just gotcha. watched. Oh, a, I see. Okay, I gotta go E3 the way you go next year. Just yeah, why sit through stuff you don't care about? But uh, so I can sit what? better on the podcast. <laughs> but uh, that I loved Black Flag, and it, from what I understand, it kind of started because people yes. love that game so much. So they're like, "Hey, let's just make our own brand new IP around pirates." And I think it's cool that they're not shoehorning that into every Assassin's Creed game because it did so well in an Assassin's Creed game, and that they're making their own standalone mm-hmm. game out of it. That that's yeah. a good move. And I'm always down for more pirate stuff. Kind of the opposite on pirates as I am on zombies. Don't care about zombies. Pirates get my attention. Well, there's pirates in Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but that looks cool. But Yeah, I think that's the last thing I can it think It looks okay. I mean, uh, I think I can see it trending towards like loot boxes a little bit, like with the treasure chests. It kind of looked like it was kind of looking in that direction. You think they'll want to risk that backlash? I mean, it's Ubisoft. They do whatever they want. It's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, speaking of which, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, uh, I don't know if you guys checked that out at all. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they didn't show a lot, but from what little bit I saw, it was like alpha gameplay, right? Or just like I think footage? they called it pre-alpha. Footage. Footage, yeah. I don't okay. think it was... I don't think anything they showed was gameplay. It was all rendered in-engine, but it wasn't gameplay. I mean, basically, it was just giving us plot elements yeah. for the story. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, Jade's evil now. Yeah. Why? <laughs> but so, it's a prequel. Yeah, that's what I have uh, was not sure about, because I remember Jade in the original game. She was the main character. Yeah, yeah, so I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, Man, they didn't really have much else, did they? They had a whole bunch of For Honor stuff I didn't give a what? shit about. Same. Um, they probably had some racing game I've already forgotten about. Uh, the crew too. There you go. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the other Forza Horizon <laughs> seven or eight or whatever Forza Horizon are on now. I mean, uh, Division two, more of that, but yeah, I really I don't, don't care. care. I wanted a Splinter Cell announcement, and I didn't get it. Nope. That's why Ubisoft was not as good as previous years for me. Yeah. Honestly, when they started showing that Starlink thing, the voice sounded like Darth Vader, and I got really excited. I'm like, "Does Star Wars not exclusive to EA anymore?" And then I that would be great. And I was like, "Oh, I think that's why I got really down on on Ubisoft this year." Did they end on anything? I can't remember the ending to that show. I uh, I think it ended by me throwing my controller because <laughs> I was watching it on Twitch on my PlayStation. I was honestly playing Hearthstone the whole time. I was quotation. They ended it on Assassin's Creed, I think. They did. That's the last note that I took, so that's when I stopped watching. Okay, but that makes sense. (laughs) I love how negative I am. (laughs) It's entertaining. Um, So on to Sony then. Uh, This is a conference that I stopped watching (laughs) because of the presentation for it. I figured Kyle will have paid enough attention to it and... You too, probably, Robert, to fill me in on what I missed. Yeah. So what did I miss? So how about Last of Us 2? That looked fantastic. Yeah, that blew me away. Mm-hmm. 
It, that whole gameplay. Well, I mean, it's probably scripted gameplay. Hmm. But, uh, man, that is a damn fine-looking game. It looks great. And, uh, yeah, the El- playing as Ellie, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm curious if they're going to be, like, switching it through the game. Like, if you'll go back and forth between, between Joel playing and Ellie. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if it's all just Ellie, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it, it looks great. The changing of the venues after their yeah, footage the, the format kind of weird. for the conference is easily the worst. That's why I stopped watching it. I was like, I don't yeah. want to That's when you know it's bad when you stop watching just because of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the awkward interview thing in between the transition yeah, of the, the sets. the commentators. Yeah. yeah, it was like they were trying to host a podcast in between. It was weird. Like, yeah, uh, yeah Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is free on PlayStation Plus. And I was just like, why is this here? I just got a headache from the largest eye roll <laughs> in the world. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, Last of Us 2, in a word, is incredible. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I wish we got a release date. I don't think we did. February February 22nd. Don't say that. (laughs) I would actually not mind watching either of you guys play that game. I didn't play The Last Mm -hmm. of Us, but I watched a playthrough of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would. It's a game that I would love to watch you guys play. One of you guys play. At least the first game is a very watchable game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not super good at shooters, even third-person shooters, on a controller. I need a mouse to be able to aim. So that's why I never played the first one. Mm. <laughs> Should we move on to Ghosts? Yeah, let's. That one really surprised me. Me too. I, I yeah. wasn't too... I didn't know too much about it and wasn't too thrilled. What is this? this Ghosts of the, Tsushima? Uh, this is the next game from Sucker Punch, mm-hmm. who made Infamous. Okay. Yeah. And I loved... Infamous Second Son when that came out and I played that a lot and that was the only reason why I was kind of excited to see about it because I like Sucker Punch and then yeah the demo that they showed man that was incredible the graphics look incredible it seems like the story is going to be incredible as well (laughs) and that was just a side mission that they showed what'd you think? I was really impressed with uh how you can maneuver the character. Not only do you have horseback, but you can also mm-hmm. scale buildings. That's got me excited because mm-hmm. it, it kind of reminded me of Assassin's Creed a little so bit. So paint me a word picture of this game. Mm. Paint me a word picture of it. I don't have any idea what this game is. So you didn't watch anything? No. I have uh, zero idea what this is. It looks like it's, it's... open world. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's got the same combat style as, I would say, Witcher 3. Okay. I was just going to say, it reminded me a lot of The Witcher. Is it like an RPG-looking game? It kind of does. Um, I mean, it didn't really give a lot of... Or is it more of, like uh, character action-y like Devil May Cry? Oh, definitely not that. No, okay. yeah. no it's definitely something more story-driven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say Witcher 3 is probably the closest comparison I could think of. Yeah, well, I can see that. And what's the setting we're talking about? Because you Ancient said horseback Japan. and climbing Feudal up Japan. walls. Feudal Japan. Yeah. Oh, so it's not the horse climbing up walls. <laughs> Is that what I said? No, you said horseback and climbing up walls like they were the same oh. thing. So I was trying to... That's when I asked you to paint me a word picture because I had no idea what I was envisioning. That'd be a fun game, though. It's You should definitely check out the... Yeah, <laughs> you should check out the, uh, the video from that. It's... Craziest horse ever. Yeah, so like ancient Japan and it's... I like those kind of stories like Westworld now. 
doing a little bit of the Japan thing. Gotcha. I like that. And then movies like The Last Samurai. Oh, that was it's that was a good movie. It was, and it's. I think it's probably further back than that because there's obviously I think no fifteen hundreds. Yeah, no, obviously no guns, but uh, I'm imagining there's probably going to be some samurai versus ninja battles, things like that, and that. Excites I mean, they showed me. a fight between the character and several mm. samurai. The fighting looked really intuitive and cool, like just the sword play and everything. It looks like it's probably going to be pretty intricate. That's what it reminded me of The Witcher. Mm. Is uh, you're more so reacting to your opponent's moves. Mm. So that is one uh, setting that has never appealed to me in a game is feudal Japan. Mm. I'm wondering if this could get me into I was the same way. That's why I wasn't too excited about it. Yeah. But it definitely got me really excited now. I'm really looking forward to seeing more gameplay of it. Yeah, for sure. What else did Sony have to offer? Spider-Man Stranding? Spider-Man Death Stranding. That would be... <laughs> that would be Death Strand. Oh, is a web yeah. strand. Spider-Man Death Strand. Could you imagine if Kojima did a, a Spider-Man game? That would be the weirdest be insane. game. <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. would be a horse that could climb up walls. <laughs> Should we yeah. talk about Spider-Man first? Uh, sure. We'll save the big one for last. Did they show anything yeah. new about that or announce any release um, date? Cause I'm, I'm interested. Well, it's in that. already had a release date. Did it? Yeah, September. Oh, I didn't know that. One thing I was disappointed by is they did not announce a Spider-Man version of the PS4 Pro. That was <laughs> that's what rumored. you've been waiting for. I've, I've been waiting for that. E3 disappointment. It, yeah, that was just the one disappointment. <laughs> Although I had one more disappointment, but yeah. Hmm. Uh, the gameplay it still looks. I don't think there is anything new. They did show a like a mission. Where like they're you're chasing around Electro around the raft to prison, and all the villains are getting out. And then at the end of the demo, you're surrounded by like four villains, and then a fifth one comes up behind you. And Spider-Man turns around and is like, "Oh, it's you," something like that. And you don't see who it is. They're teasing like it was another superhero, right? I didn't get that vibe. Really? I thought it yeah. was going to be like Iron Man or something. Like they're going to have more Marvel characters in the game. It could be. I didn't get that vibe. I think it's going to be more someone like he knows, and now he finds out that they're like a Norman Osborn or something like that. Oh, okay, Goblin. That makes sense. But it seems like they're going to be kind of doing like a Sinister Six type thing, mm. which I don't know if you guys know. What I Sinister don't know. Six. It's when like in the comics, like six of his villains teamed up and they all said, "We need to destroy Spider-Man. Let's gang up and take him down." And oh, okay. had some of the best storylines in the comics but so that was cool the gameplay still looks incredible swinging around everything i've heard oh, is man, really tra- fluid yeah the and, traversal like just yeah. seeing him fly through the city oh, all man. the web powers yeah you can, like shoot web on guys and then it'll like suction them to the wall and things like that nice so it just looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun like everything spider-man 2 promised you can do in this game <laughs> and that's exciting nice i am excited for this game yeah. Uh, that's straining. Yeah. Oh man, where do I begin with that? You saw it too, right? Yeah, I did. They basically showed gameplay, but it was more so like an engine type of gameplay. Like it just showed him walking along landscapes no HUD or anything. Like a a technical, <clears throat> like a tech demo. Yeah, basically, it kind of looked like that. It didn't show any gunplay, but he does pull out a gun, but he doesn't use it. And it was basically like a story trailer. You know, Kojima. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. Uh. They didn't really show off anything new per se, just basically that uh, what the world will look like. 
it kind of sound mm-hmm. uh, seemed like to me the game has you delivering packages. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gameplay. <laughs> You're a pack mule while You're avoiding an these Prime driver. <laughs> tentacled <laughs> enemies that will kill you if you that spy was, by them. Yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah. And if it was like actual gameplay and they just took like the HUD out and stuff, that'll be interesting to see how they do that. But yeah, there's like the enemies that were like going in and out of yeah. visibility, and then all of a sudden they come up under you and it's like sucking them into that it's black be a crazy stuff. ass game. It it definitely looks interesting. Graphics look awesome. I still want to see more there's of it. Definitely more obviously, to before I make up my mind, but. It was basically like a tech demo with a story trailer. Yeah. That's all they showed it. Okay. Was that it from Sony? Nope. Unless you can think of something else. Robert? You said, was that it? And you said, no. Nope. Resident Evil 2 oh, remake, okay. guys. Yeah. I know you guys are so pumped up for that. It's a genre that's never <laughs> appealed to me once again. I feel that's the. How you story feel about Skyrim life. is how I feel about. Okay. I won't take too much time, but uh, damn, that game looks good. You have no idea how hype this is. Like, it's been in the works for so long at Capcom, because the original remake for GameCube, like, it remade Resident Evil into like one of the best remakes of all time, and I think this is going to be even better than that. There's a lot of controversy with using the third-person action camera view from Resident Evil Four onward, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that was the best way to take this game. Uh, a lot of people were upset that I didn't use the fixed camera angles right as that's in the what original made resident evil what it was back then yeah was the, the 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 horror of not being able to see exactly where you wanted to see and what was hiding behind the corners with the fixed camera positions yeah I guess basically that. yeah and uh just seeing their decision of sticking with the action element because resident evil 2 is more action-based than resident evil mm. it's a much faster paced game and i think this is absolutely the right approach to it it's going to make for a really fun time oh man i'm, I'm really stoked for it <laughs> and january it's coming out in january nice i am so excited Not for February. it it's going to be great <laughs> uh, so was that your your pick from that show yeah from the, the sony presentation you know aside from last was two resident evil remake two really stole the show out of all e3 for me uh the trailer is kind of weird in that the graphics don't make the characters look very well. Like, uh, I still feel like the character design is kind of off. But just the environments of the game. Oh, man. Like, Raccoon City Police Department looks... <laughs> like, it looks scary as <laughs> And I can't wait to go back to that. <laughs> and a lot of editing that. this episode. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you haven't sworn I'm so at all, excited. Robert. Yeah. I can't you? wait for that. Once. Oh, okay. I mean, that, Last of Us 2, and uh, Shadows Die Twice are my top three from E3 this year. Um, did you have anything else about Sony you want to talk about? Uh, no. We'll hit on Nintendo for just a minute, if you'll indulge me. <laughs> uh, there was a game that they showed off at the beginning, but I didn't type the name in fast enough. It looked like it was like Damon Machina. Oh, that trailer they showed at the beginning. At the very beginning. I put that looks legitimately badass. It looks fun. I had no idea exactly what it was when I started watching it, but I don't it, know who's it, making it. I, I don't either. I thought it was a platinum game at first. I was like, oh man, this might be fun. <laughs> but uh, uh, it looks cool. The Pokeball Plus, yay, more toys from Nintendo. 
Yeah, um, nothing exciting there. Yeah, yeah. That and with a uh, uh, Pikachu and Eevee versions of whatever the new Pokemon game is called. Yeah, I don't that care. doesn't appeal to me. Nope. Elements of Pokemon Go, I don't. Bleh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Mario Party though. That looks fun. I'm excited about that. <laughs> and the fact that they have uh, integration with multiple Twitches. What is it? Twitches? Switches? Twitches. <laughs> multiple Switches? I was going to say, you and me can switches bring our Switches to Twitches. work and we can play. We can Twitch tw- here. Switch. We can play here <laughs> at work. Yeah. While we're recording a podcast or something. That'd be fun. <laughs> but I, I just think the idea of them, like, they showed off that one game where they put the two Switches next to each other. And, yeah. Like they realigned them and then like drew a line through it so that they knew exactly where to line them up. And uh, I... That's some cool technology that it I, is. Yeah, I've never seen a gimmick from Nintendo that I've liked as much as I like that one right there. Yeah, make it for a really fun party game. I and think you can play with up to you can play X amount of people and have it on like two switches, four switches, one switch. It's it's great. I just the amount of varieties of ways to play that game actually had me excited for Mario Party, and I have not been excited for Mario Party since I think the second one came out on oh, 64. Oh man, yeah, 64 days for sure. Those were fun back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's coming out in October of this year. Oh yeah. Uh, the new Fire Emblem looks pretty cool. I've oh, not I didn't see that because uh, I was watching a little bit of that during oh. lunch. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of had to nice. skip over that to Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. Uh, Fire Emblem looks pretty cool and that's out in spring of next year. Oh, okay. Fortnite's out now. Who cares? Yeah, I don't care about that. Um, who cares? Only millions and millions and millions of other people <laughs> do. Just not us three. <laughs> uh, for the Nindies, they talked a bit about Overcooked 2. They announced Overcooked 2, and that's also going to be coming to Steam and other other systems. But that looks like a very good Switch game. Mm. I never played Overcooked, but Overcooked 2 looks pretty cool. Uh, I just wrote down like four or five of them. Uh, Killer Queen Black. I don't remember what that game was, but I liked the look of it enough to write it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollow Knight's on Switch now. Yep. And Octopath Traveler's coming out next month. With a new demo, I think, coming out this month. Mm-hmm. And that game... I started playing the demo to it just because it was something on my Switch when I was looking for something new to do. And it looks pretty cool. It's an RPG. It think uh, like classic Final Fantasy or Chrono Trigger, that, that style of RPG... <laughs> Just with newer elements to it. Yeah. And I didn't get too far into it, but it looks really cool. I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, see, they have the DLC for Rabbids, Mario and Rabbids, like I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. A Captain Toad. I have no idea what kind of game that is. but No idea. Uh, it was enough for me to write it down. Mm, it's a good uh, name. Uh, Carcassonne, the board game coming to Switch. That's pretty cool. I'll have to watch all this stuff when I get home tonight. Wasteland Two is coming to Switch, and the world ends with you. Is oh, go- really? is being po- I think it's the original, the the DS version, but they're either porting it to Switch or remaking it for Switch. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I bought the original, but I could never beat the game because it was so hard to play. Nice. So it'd be fun to revisit that. I yeah, think. I nice. I saw that just for like a split second. I'm like, I'm gonna write that down just so I can bring it up to Kyle because <laughs> I remember that you that you liked the original. Yeah, it was fun, but it was man, it was a hard game. Do you want to talk to me about Smash Bros? Because I don't care. I mean, it, they pretty much ticked all the boxes. Uh, m- me, myself, I've always been a huge fan of the original because it's more smashy, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like the sound effects and the feel of the game. Okay, I got you. Uh, you know, from Melee on, <laughs> you know, it doesn't really feel as smashy. It just feels kind of like... Thwacky. 
Thwacky. That's a good word. Exactly. Thwacky. What's the good word? Not smashy, but... Mercurial. Thwacky. Mercurial. Mercurial. It's cool that they're bringing back every single character that's ever been in the series. Including Snake, which actually surprised me. I know. That's the one character I missed in the previous Smash Brothers. I was like, oh, man, Snake's gone. (laughs) But uh, that's cool that they're bringing him back. Um, It looks like it's going to be a great game. I'm not really excited about it. I'm kind of burnt out on the series. Uh, it was cool seeing Ridley finally come into the game. That was that was pretty cool. He looks really fun to play. I always just imagined Ridley was a she. Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, the name choice is kind of weird, but... Uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, they showed up Daisy. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's just an alternate version of Peach. I forget what they called it. Echo Fighters. Echo Fighters, yeah. Um, I think the... Where was I going with that? The one standout from that entire Smash Bros. thing that I saw was that they had to change the eyes from the Wii Fit trainer. Yeah. Because the the Wii Fit developers asked them to change the way the face looked Mm -hmm. to not make it so creepy looking. (laughs) The fact that they even brought that up was just hilarious to me. It's like... They wanted to, to make it look like the way she looked in the the last Smash game that she was in, but <laughs> they asked them to rework the face to not make her look so creepy, and that was that was fantastic. I mean, uh, I'm kind of excited it's coming out in December. It gives us something to play on our Switches this year. Yeah, but they didn't really not have me, much. But other yeah, people. they. I thought they would have shown off Metro Prime Four. I was really disappointed by that. Man, that would have been great to see. Uh, but yeah, other than that, Nintendo didn't really have a good show this year. Well, I think we just about covered all the bases, right? Yeah. Is there anything that particularly stood out, like as a game that you're really excited to? I am super learn more excited about? to play uh, Captain Spirit. Like I said, the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Really excited about that. Mm. Um, I am excited to actually go back and play a game I already have in Mario and Kingdom. Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Oh, with the DLC, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even played much of the core game. Mm-hmm. I was still on the second world, I think. Uh, not a whole lot else. Uh, Starfield, I want to know more about. That would be awesome to finally learn more on that. How about you, Robert? What really yeah. stood out to you? Honestly, the, I think the game I got most excited about was Ghosts of Tsushima. That was your like most underrated pig that kind of left yeah. out at you that kind of yeah not stole the show for me but it got me i think the most like wanting to play it uh like starfield or cyberpunk 2077 those are games that i'll be super excited when i see more about yeah but for this show i think yeah ghosts of tsushima really got me excited the one thing i was really disappointed about besides the spider-man <laughs> ps4 pro was a uh, no announcement from rocksteady about the Superman, yeah. The, oh, yeah. I've even heard there might be like a just a random super, not random, but like a DC game in general, not just Superman, but oh. like the whole Justice League. Mm. But I was kind of sad that they they didn't have anything to announce. But. I'm excited that there was something that got me actually curious about Rage Two, and it does make me want to play. I do want to mm. play Rage Two. Does it make you want to play Rage One again? No. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a horrible game. It just it there wasn't anything that stood out to me about that game to keep playing it longer than the first couple hours that I played it. 
but this game just looks that that edge that Avalanche brings to their games from Just Cause just mm-hmm. it it looks like the perfect blend of frantic. I I think I described it to my fiance as Mad Max on shrooms and crack. Yep, it was like the combination <laughs> of accurate. shrooms, crack, and Mad Max. And they did the last Mad Max game too, if I'm not mistaken. So, oh yeah, Avalanche. I'm almost positive. Because I know it didn't. No. <laughs> that, that wouldn't make Avalanche. sense. Much. Yeah, sorry. Avalanche, not it. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there, it was overall a decent show. There was a lot that I didn't like. There was more stuff that I did like that I, than I thought there would be. So, I think for me, it, this is one of the better showings in the past few years. I had more takeaways this year than last year or the year before. Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah, yeah. The last two years haven't done anything. In fact, I don't even remember anything for the last two years besides what I mentioned today. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, man. Like at all. Not even just E3. I just don't remember the last two years in general. <laughs> just a block in my mind. <laughs> I'm uh, really looking forward to a lot of the games that were shown. Uh, Metro's going to be fantastic. I'm also looking forward to next that- year in February. In February. Yeah, February 22nd. <laughs> Mark that down. Uh, the Battle of the Console War Video Game Wallet Take All Your Money Battle. Exactly. Yeah. That's how they'll remember it in history. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so with that hope being you, said, hope you enjoyed your, your free DLC from the Pushing Buttons podcast. Uh, we are still on track to have another episode on Tuesday. So, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Feel free to give us a like, subscribe, comment, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, pushingbuttonspodcast.com. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and see you next time. Take Love care. You. That's my line. <laughs>